Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Adam Coleman from HR Locker describes the transition from HR to the world of technology like climbing Mount Everest. But since then, the business has been gaining traction in international markets. Adam, we'll be discussing the success of your company, HR Locker. But first, you might provide us with an insight into your own career, Pat. Carl, my own career, basically, I spent six years as a tech recruiter. I spent seven years in HR consulting, building up a HR HR consulting practice. And then we basically founded HR Locker. And Adam, when did you first encounter the technology upon which HR Locker is now based? And what problem did you believe it would solve? We went out to look at how we could automate everything that we do and how we could automate that on behalf of clients. Um, I met a guy then in Cork, and he uh, had the same idea and had the technology capability. So between the two of us, then basically we, we put together HR Locker. So your HR consultancy firm subsequently purchased this technology and developed HR Locker for what it is today. But this really signalled a move for you from HR to tech. Was this a steep learning curve for you at first? It was Mount Everest-esque is the only way I can describe it. And I was lucky because I come from a technology background. So I had a really good appreciation for technology, but I couldn't write a a line of code. So initially, how did you gain traction in the market with HR Locker? Partnering with Assembly Point in Cork in the initial development of HR Locker was was really, really good. They they would have taken on the initial... um, scenario of, of developing the software they would have developed the initial uh, relationships with microsoft so that was a really really good firm base for us to start off on when we started off getting customers initially it was very much an mvp it was we, we were getting bringing on customers who all they really wanted to do was to manage their people's holidays and what we did we started off that as the beginning of the system and then we started to add features as we went along so what are the key functionalities of hr locker today HR Locker can automate all of your people management and your recruitment processes from start to finish. It particularly works well for professional companies um, who have either multiple um, jurisdictions, who have multiple offices, or who are trying to uh, manage remote and hybrid workers as well as office-based workers. And what is the revenue model that underpins the business today? The revenue model is a subscription model. So it's, it's very much like Netflix on the basis that you know you you know exactly how many people you want to use you know what features they want to use and you know what it costs monthly and you can up the features at any stage or the number of users at any stage and is there a constant need to invest in adding functionality to the business and if so what's on your roadmap over the next 12 to 18 months there's a huge need for that because the market itself is is running very very hot and very very fast in the next year or so Video is playing a huge part of what we're about. We're about to launch video interviewing in the applicant tracking system. We'll have introduced that into the performance management module, RTR, uh, and also voice recognition and the introduction of um, Power BI, um, which is enhanced reporting, and a focus on data and AI is very, very strong for next year. And Adam, how is the company currently acquiring new clients? We have three channels to market. What we've been doing in the last number of years We've been writing really, really good, poignant content, business content, not HR content. It's content around managing people, how to best manage people, how to make life easier for people. 
Uh, we, we look at the legal side and compliance. We, we take that as a given. <clears throat> we do report on that and we talk about that. And we, bring in, uh, we bring in speakers and write a lot of really good content. And on the back of that, then people st- sign up for trials with us so they can have a two-week free trial and expiratory call. They can literally take on the product. It can be live within the, within a, within, within the trial period. They test it and then they decide whether they want to buy or not. So provide us with an insight into your scale here in Ireland and overseas. We currently have just over 500 customers. Most of our customers are, 60% of our customers are based in Ireland. 30% are based in the UK. And um, the remainder then are spotted all around the world. We have a couple of um, uh, clients in Vietnam, a few in Singapore, a few in South Africa, and one or two in the US. We've only been ever focusing on Ireland and the UK. And this year was, is, is sort of a major push into the UK and the following year, then, we're going to do a U.S. Uh, market entry, probably the back end of 21, early 22. I recently read an article where you stated that you're planning an exit in 2027. Some people might be puzzled as to why you're planning an exit seven years in advance. On the 21st of September 2025, I will then start looking at a personal exit. That doesn't necessarily mean that the company's going to be sold off or anything, but from, to, from that date... I will start looking at personally taking as much money off the table as possible. That doesn't necessarily mean that the company will be taken over or the company will be bought out or whatever. That's a separate entity completely. We have zero investors now. We're just now starting on an investment um, cycle, um, which, to be honest, so far has proved to be very, very positive. And in the next year, we hope to raise between 500 to a million from a smart investor and then basically do a further larger raise uh, after our US market entry. So that process, that exit process, starts in about four and a half years from now. Talk us through the roadmap. The amount of value that's in HR Locker at the moment is off the charts. Um, when you have companies who are in our sector, like um, uh, two or three companies, one called Personio, have just raised $175 million in funding, uh, and we compete with these guys daily. Uh, another one of our, our competitors... People HR exited the market last year or was sold for a lot of money. Uh, all of those teams that are within those companies are probably three to four times the size of our current team. So it'll give you an idea. We have a very, very dedicated team and, a, and at this moment in time, a very, very strong senior management. But we have holes that need to be actually filled in order for us to scale. And when it comes to the exit, what does that look like? Are you considering an IPO? Is it going to be a trade sale? Is it going to be a management buyout? What options are on the table for you? All of those above will be, should be on, the, on. like I may not necessarily be the right CEO for HR Locker. Like I, I keep saying to the guys um, that I want to get the company to a, to a place where we can afford a decent CEO. I have no emotional attachment to the organization. People talk about their companies being their babies. I want to get this company to a valuation of 64 million. You've literally bootstrapped HR Locker from the very beginning. What advice have you got for anyone listening to this morning's show that would like to follow your path? It's a very lonely road. It's very hard. Don't expect to earn a lot of money for a long period of time. The one thing I would do differently than what I've done is I would definitely have brought in a tech co-founder from day one. Because I think that, uh, we talk, talked about it earlier on, the coming up to speed in technology was a mammoth task. We also hear about the changing world of sales. How important is it today to embrace digital marketing and in doing so, 
what platforms would you advise people to be on and what should they be doing on them from a business-to-business perspective? It depends on the state of your business and the stage of your business. Um, like, from a sales perspective, absolutely. It's, it, it's, it's you know, we, we, we've dabbled with lots of different things. We're, we're currently taking sort of an account-based management approach to our sales, <clears throat> which is very much content-led and also will be partner-led via professional partners or via true technology partners such as the Microsoft channels. Um, in terms of the sales, when we started off first, we used a fantastic uh, SaaS product uh, that was based out of Galway called uh, One Page CRM. Excellent, excellent, excellent next action sales product. Um, we moved away from that in the last year or so um, purely on the basis that we wanted to combine a combination of our sales and marketing and get really more into the metrics of our business. And we, we, we moved then to HubSpot to do that. And like our whole mantra in HR Locker, and this is probably why we have less employees than most, is that if we do something uh, and we do it well, what we then tend to do is automate it. Whether that's buying in a SaaS product to help us to automate it or developing some feature ourselves to do it. So the idea basically is that you automate as much as you possibly can. So then you allow people then to extend themselves and to learn a lot very, very quickly from an adult perspective and from a business perspective. And so, uh, so it sort of allows them to progress their careers within the business as well. Adam, you mentioned that entrepreneurship, it's a lonely place for people starting out on that startup journey. And of course, part and parcel of running a business is solving problems. So mm-hmm. over the years, what have you learned about solving problems and what does that approach and process now look like? I think, any, I think every single day in business, you end up with a problem. Uh, it's either an operational problem, a strategic problem or a people problem. Okay, um, The ones that are hardest to solve are the people problems. And what I'm talking about there is the, the, um, to understand the people in your business, to make sure you hire the right people into your business, and more importantly, that you understand the motivations and the vulnerabilities of the people that work with you and the capabilities. So that in itself is a, is a science, no question whatsoever. Um, but to, to, to get to know that part of your business uh, requires uh, a lot of expertise, and a lot of people just sort of spawn it off and say, oh, we come back to the the HR stuff, as they call it, later. If you don't establish a good culture in your company from day one, you will have no idea what direction you're going in. And more importantly, either will the people working with you. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Adam Coleman from HR Locker. And I wish Adam every success in implementing his ambitious plans for the company over the coming years. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.